0: 0614-104107. You can also drop me an exit at Aldrin St. Pierre and our studio line is 0860002032 In conversation next with Dr. Ryan Noach who is uh, the Chief Executive Officer of Discovery Health. So the Constitutional Court has dismissed the leave to appeal application made by the Road Accident Fund. Last October the Pretoria High Court ruling declared that it was unlawful for the fund to implement a directive that barred claimants from applying for funding if a medical aid has already covered their medical expenses to help us understand how this ruling shifts the relationship between the medical aid schemes as well as the road accident fund dr ryan noach now joining us on the line dr noach good afternoon thank you so much for making time for us of course i guess a judgment that you welcome or decision that you welcome
1: absolutely Uh, this matter has been on the go since august 2022 uh, august last year when the road accident fund released this directive without any conversation or engagement with the industry It's a unilateral directive, and uh, as per all of the court's rulings, now the apex court, the constitutional court, it is unlawful, and this rectifies this longstanding situation on a final and binding basis.
0: Um, what's your understanding around what it is that the Road Accident Fund was trying to do here? Because the other argument is also that if you have somebody who is on a medical aid scheme and the medical aid scheme, which has a, a mandate to cover their medical expenses, cannot therefore also go to the Road Accident Fund to make another claim. It's almost like a double dipping.
1: I'm not at all. Uh, that understanding is completely incorrect, as upheld by the courts. Firstly, uh, medical scheme members who use, who are road users, uh, pay the very same fuel levy as any other road user. So medical scheme members, as are any road user, are eligible for claims from the Road Accident Fund uh, in terms of the Act and the Constitution of legitimate road users. In the second instance, medical scheme members who take out medical scheme cover do so out of their disposable after-tax income. It's a discretionary cover. It's a choice that they make. They pay for it separately. And so they are absolutely entitled to claim. There is no double-dipping because the money that is recovered from the road accident fund for members of schemes who are victims of medical injury after a road accident is returned to the risk pool of the medical schemes for the good of all members. As you likely know, medical teams are trusts, not for profit organizations with members' money. And so the money goes back into the risk pool for all members.
0: And uh, just in conclusion, since that, this, that directive from the Road Accident Fund, um, have there been no claims from medical aid schemes that have been processed? And also you're yeah, looking at that application that you had brought um, to the High Court, of course, which was dismissed, the Section 18, um, Subsection 3 application.
1: Uh, since uh, in, so the schemes administered by Discovery Health, there's been no uh,
0: Sorry, Dr Roach, we, 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 we're losing you there a bit.
1: For schemes administered by Discovery Health, there have been no plans paid since October 2022, so October last year. The 183 3 application is unrelated to the substance of the matter. It's just an attempt by us to urgently restore cash flows from the road accident fund, but now that we've received this constitutional court ruling that 183 3 is irrelevant,
0: Thank you so much for your time. That is Dr. Ryan Noach, who is the Chief Executive uh, Officer at uh, Discovery Health. Um, 0614-104-107. You can also drop me an X at Aldrin St. Pierre. And our studio line is 086-000-2032. Joining us now is uh, Colin Slitualo, who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Road Accident Fund. Um, Colin Slitualo, CEO, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us.
2: Good afternoon uh, Adrian. Good afternoon to the listeners of SAFL. What do you make
0: of the decision by the Constitutional Court?
2: Well it's regrettable, but uh, what we had led about is that they did not uh, go get into the merit of the matter. They have just told us that they don't have jurisdiction. So they did not look at the merit at all.
0: But there is a decision that says that they don't have jurisdiction. What happens now?
2: Well, we still say that there are constitutional questions that need to be answered. And all what we are saying is that what this has done is set aside the directive that was issued in August the 19th or uh, in 2022. But we have got a new directive that we issued in April. So that directive still stands. Our legal position is still the same. It has been confirmed by the High Court through the ruling of Judge Kumar.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm a bit I'm a bit confused here. Wasn't the reason that you went to the Constitutional Court for leave to appeal is to appeal the High Court decision uh, which declared your action unlawful? Yes. Or the directive that you issued unlawful. last year? Yes. Yes, yeah.
2: yes and, and and this is what we are saying, Adrian. There is an internal directive that was issued on our legal position that has been supported by the North Houghton High Court through the judgment of... Uh, uh, Judge Kumar, that states very clearly that medical aids do not have uh, a claim against the road accident fund.
0: Then, what was the purpose of this application to the constitutional court?
2: We were saying our view was that the 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 court has got no right to set aside an internal directive that has got no outside uh, implication. And, of course, the LCA has said that we do not have prospects of success. They do not hear the matter, so they do not go to the merits. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and then we are saying that, that that's why we replace that directive. So our position has always been that uh, medical aid schemes and the administrators have no direct claim. So, you know, can they compel members to claim from the Road accident Fund for what? We call prescribed minimum benefits and emergency medical conditions that are in terms of section uh, regulation seven and eight of the medical schemes act regulations.
0: So, so, does this mean right now, if somebody gets in an accident who is um, who has a medical aid or who is on a medical aid and the medical aid then covers their medical expenses, um, the road accident fund will not cover that?
2: And we won't cover that because they don't have a claim on us.
0: Even if it's the member,
2: I'm speaking now about the
0: individual who was in a car accident, because as Dr. Roach is arguing, is that um, motorists, um, who like any other motorist, also pay the same amount of road accident fund levies um, to the state and therefore are entitled to um, the medical aid or medical expenses um, that okay. should be covered.
2: That's where we are wrong, Adrian. Let, let's understand how the road accident fund scheme works. You pay the 218. eighteen. You are not the claimants. So people always confuse the two. So the person that gets injured, if he, he wants to claim from the road accident fund, he must not be the one at fault, meaning this person is not the one that is paying the 218. The 218 is, is held by the driver to protect them against being sued by victims of road accident. And that's why the, the rafters in the shoes of the wrongdoer. So the, the, the thinking that the 2.18 that is paid is paid by the victim is totally incorrect.
0: But isn't the victim entitled to a portion of that money?
2: The, the like victim a passenger? The not entitled from this position, Aldean. Uh, All we have said is that this is a social benefit scheme. Why would... I, I, I can't claim from Sasa today because of the money that I... And I also pay taxes. So we are saying this is a social benefit scheme you are not entitled to come to a social benefit scheme and try to defray costs of what has already been paid by medical aid.
0: Okay. Um, Because as Dr. Noach is arguing that this is not double dipping.
2: It it, it, it is double dipping from the side of medical aid who have got a liability that they must pay. Why would they go around this uh, LJ? Why are they saying to their members, go and claim and pay us that money? Why don't they just come directly to us? Because they know that they don't have a claim because they cannot claim from a social benefit fund. So why are they saying their members must do that? And, and, and they abuse these members because when the members refuse to do that, they then say, we terminate your membership. How, how fair is that?
0: Okay, I guess this is not the end of the matter then, Um, that's Collins Lutwalo who is the Chief Executive Officer of the Road Accident Fund on this decision that has been taken by the Constitutional Court. just need to go through the other court judgment um, that uh, uh, Collins Lutwalo is referring to and see what that court judgment had to say about the directive. But as far as um, Dr Noach is concerned, um, right now it means that that the Road Accident Fund should be paying out monies to people who are on medical aid schemes when they're involved in an accident. Let's see how this one is going to play out. It seems like it will be heading back to the courts.